0: I'm Matt Cameron, welcome to episode 3 of 20 or 20, a dominionated podcast featuring conversations with Canadian musicians. 20 minutes or 20 questions, whichever comes first. My guest this week is Idris Lawal, his debut EP, Young Black and Blue, has been my most listened to album of the summer. Idris describes his sound as Afrobop. It's this stunning combo of afrobeat and hip-hop and highlife and R&B and pop, and it really is unlike anything I've heard before. So I'm really excited to either introduce you to him or to help you get to know him a little better. I think before we get to our conversation, it's important for you to know that you can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Idris IdrisXLawal and uh yeah before we get to the conversation let's hear a little bit of his music so this is the song that kicks off young black and blue here's idris lawal with drop
1: drop that tingle in your feet the feeling of the beat watch your knees fall in the feet and buckle before the vocals grip through the rubble sort of like the pop of a bubble trouble i start the verse. One time, make you dance your way onto the front line Warning, I ain't here to take no names Pause a victory I take blame, feedback, and fame won't feed the fam We're not criminals, scrape through villages Gone in the morning, sheets we pillage Them young and corrupted girls, we caught up And banging them here We just trying to have some fun with your Neighbors want to call the cops again Cause my color make me complicit Don't make sense, it don't make comments, man Drop me a line, the one come sentence me My skin is like bronze my heart's like a diamond, my tongue is like gold, my word is my bomb. If I think it, I'm gon' drop, if I speak it, I'm gon' stop, if I sing it, then you bump, if I flip it, won't you cop? If I think it, I'm gon' drop, if I speak it, I'm gon' stop, if I sing it, and you bump, if I flip it, won't you cop?
0: Go, 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 go. Idris Lawal, thanks so much for agreeing to go 20 or 20 with me today. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, excited. I am excited too. So how this is going to work, I'll either ask you 20 questions or we will talk for 20 minutes uh, and then we'll call it a day. Sound good? Well, sounds good. Okay. I'm starting my timer now. So my first question is, as always, where do you live and why do you live there?
2: I live in Toronto. Um, I moved to Toronto because I wanted to be uh, much closer to the music industry, um, and I live in Quinn and Glass area because I wanted to be much closer to downtown, my artist friends, Parkdale, um, yeah.
0: So your latest musical project is an EP called Young, Black, and Blue. I'm wondering if you could identify three words that best describe Young, Black, and Blue other than Young, Black, and Blue.
2: Yeah. Um, introspective, unapologetic, but still whimsical.
0: So now before you lived in Toronto, you were born in Nigeria, and you've lived in Qatar and South Africa. You've also lived in Ottawa. I'm wondering if from, we'll say Canada, Nigeria, Qatar and South Africa, I'm wondering if you can identify something whether it be a lyric or a rhythm or a musical idea that has found its way onto Young Black and Blue from each of those places
2: yeah for sure um can i flip it i'm gonna start with uh, nigeria yep i mean with nigeria like the just the rhythms the drum rhythms through the ep um very much influenced by nigeria um there's a line where i say and when i get trouble sleep ayanga but i know they count sheep and that um when i trouble sleep ayanga is a interpolation of a fella kuti song um so i just kind of flipped that a little bit so that's very much an interpolation of a nigerian song um i'm muslim and i really got like i went through a very religious phase with my family when i lived in qatar and you see on the song heal um i like referred to think we pray a lot pardon us life's hard enough without being young black and so i think because of that time in my life i still hold on to some of those spiritual beliefs i'm very much so religious in my own way um Cape Town, South Africa, I think even th- the same thing can be said about the drum rhythms and the musical rhythms from um, throughout the EP. It's very much influenced by Cape Town as much as it is influenced by, uh, um, by uh, Nigeria. And I would I don't think I could have ever finished that project if I didn't move to Toronto. And going back to that first question, if I didn't move to Quinn and Gladstone, being around so many artists, so many of my artist friends and so many artists, seeing how committed everyone is to their art and finishing their art, gave me that drive um, to finish mine as well. And the whole thing was recorded in Toronto. Um, yeah.
0: And was the whole thing written in Toronto? Like, did you kind of meet the people who helped you put it together and are and are featured on it after the fact like did you have it kind of have an idea for it and then it just kind of came together like that
2: yeah the whole thing is, parts of it was actually like written in ottawa because like, i the first two songs my those in i've been working on them since i lived in ottawa um which was like 2017 um and like moved here kept working on it everyone featured on it is from toronto sydney the singers lives here jelani lives here q um yeah he's from toronto he's actually french does not speak english and it was just like, we met outside of a club, randomly, we're drinking, and I don't even know how we convers- like, had a conversation. And then uh, two weeks later, he hit me up. and was like, Did I have a beat for you on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, get in the studio. And <laughs> he, he starts talking. I was like, you don't speak English. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like French. I just moved here from France. It's like, but I speak music. <laughs> there you uh, go. He too. The
0: universal language. Exactly. Um, so... Was there a song that on Young Black Black and Blue when you wrote it where you finally like thought, okay, I found the sound that I'm looking for? Because it really is like a unique sound that you have kind of assembled. Yeah. Um, Was there one song or or that served as like a jumping off point?
2: It would, yeah, yeah, for sure. It would have to be um, Medals. Medals was the first song that I produced for the EP that I worked on for the EP, and I when I was producing it, I used a certain set of. drum a drum a drum kit that i built myself and assembled and when i finished it i was like i love this sound and so i made that a template and then i ended up using that same drum sounds throughout the rest of the ep so on every song that i produce which is everything but fools and heel actually on heel i also added the drums so on every song but fools it's literally the same drum set and drum, drum kit and it was just from finishing metals and being like this is the sound i'm looking for
0: and did you always imagine it having saxophone? Because that's one of the most – that's like one of the – I don't know. That's what kind of takes it over the edge for me is uh, all the saxophone.
2: I did not imagine it having saxophone actually. I I like – when I did Gongo in 20, early 2018, I didn't even really know like what sound because Redals was the first song I produced but Gongo was the first song I actually recorded. And I met Jelani at a, a Monday – it's called Practice, which is like kind of an open mic that used to happen on Mondays at the Drake. And it was rotating, it was a full live band, but it was rotating open mic. So the drums are rotating, the dramas are rotating, guitarists are rotating, everything's rotating. And uh, I met him on the Monday uh, at practice. And I was like, dude, do you want to come to the studio session on Thursday? He said, yes, did gongo. And he did gongo in literally like 30 minutes. He played the saxophone, he was done everything. And I was like, dude, I want you on everything. He became a second voice instantly. Yeah.
0: Well, it, it, yeah. I think it's that you said it exactly. It, it is the second, uh, well, the third voice, I guess. But yeah, uh, it it complements your voice so well.
2: So well. And he's like, I don't even, I don't give any directions. I'm just like, do what you like. Just do it then. You yeah. know.
0: Well, it it works. It's a it's a great partnership. I think. Yeah. Shout out to Jelani Watts.
1: I wanna be gung ho, why just beginners like Dumbo? me as high as the sun go. I wanna be gung ho, why just beginners like Dumbo? me as high as the song go. Mama, like across the street on my own. Left, right, left, your seed is grown. Promise I'll never forget my roots. You taught me black art i forever use. But last year left me so humble. New city feel like a jungle. Somewhere I took the wrong turn, though, now I'm all blue like a storm blow. So I grind and I pack all my stress into one road. Blow them away, then I encore Cheers and applause from the front row. I wanna be gung ho. Why just be gears like Dumbo? Fly me as high as the song go. I wanna be gung Why just be gears like Dumbo? Fly me as high as the song go. My pops can be cold when I say he spoke
0: so obviously you recorded this before the pandemic yeah um and probably expected to be able to play shows and stuff like that um how has has the pandemic affected the way that you kind of think about performing or or your career or as as an artist as like someone who creates something like has it i don't know changed how you approach things
1: for sure,
2: for sure. I mean, like I, really, I finished the EP in, um, in Jan. like I would say I finished recording the EP in January and I was planning to actually drop it in like March or so. And as the pandemic kind of started, I had my video that I'd also shot. When the pandemic started, I couldn't meet with my friend to edit it. So first of all, it pushed everything back, which in some way kind of helped because when it pushed it, it pushed it back to a point where it actually became even more relevant at the time I released it. Which was interesting because I would have released it way earlier if not. Um, And then obviously, the touring made it like when you release your debut project and you can't actually go out and perform shows, it makes it hard. But it, I mean, for me, I took it as a way to just kind of how can I leverage this moment? Virtual shows are such a big thing right now. And, you know, if I can do that and use this as practice in the meantime, um, that's how kind of I've been doing it and looking at it. And, you know, the opportunities every, Um, every like festival or whatever they're looking at new ways to kind of rebrand and redo different things that they've been doing and I feel like a lot of them actually have more money now because they're not booking these big stages and stuff so I've actually um, been offered more money than from the same festivals that I've been offered in the past because I think they have more money now so that has been one positive thing Um, and then I'm just looking towards once this is all done um, working on more music looking at the EP seeing if there's a way to re-leverage the momentum from the EP. A lot of people are doing like the package of the same project. So if I can maybe re-release it in a certain way, give it a new life, and then go out and start performing shows. And I've done so many virtual shows that has set me up that has been practiced for when the actual things happen. So I'm trying to keep stay positive.
0: You know what I, I think that's good and I I honestly I can't wait to uh to experience it in a in a room with a with the full band and everything. Yeah,
2: just, that's the thing too, like I didn't make those, uh, we didn't record it with the full band, you know, a lot of it was me doing my thing and then um, Jelani coming in, filling the pieces, the different people. So if we had gone from the release in it to instant shows, I don't think we would have even been fully ready to do that. So like now we're all learning how to like gel together as a band and yeah, like the practice So I actually needed that time some way. So everything happens for us. No, I Pers- I don't take that back. COVID does not happen for anyone. <laughs>
0: yeah, that that's that's probably that's probably good. I think I mean, hey, if you can get if you can use the time to become a tight band, I think that that's like that's like best case scenario kind of exactly, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I want, I do want to move on uh, from your record to get to know just like a, more about you. Um, but your album is very much rooted in and inspired by your own experience as a black man. Yeah. Um, but And I know uh, by Colin Kaepernick and the black lives matter movement, uh, you know, in general. Mm-hmm. And I also think much of what you have to say on the topic is based, is, is in the music and baked right into it. But I do want to ask um, what these last few months have meant to you in that regard, you know, the album ends with Heal, which I feel like is a hopeful song um, to me. Are you feeling hopeful that things are kind of like, I don't know, maybe maybe swaying in the right direction?
2: I am. I am. Very, like, to be honest, I am. Um, this is the first time I've seen the Black Lives Matter movement so pervasive um, in the world. I think it's in part due to everyone being home and not having your day-to-day distractions. Um, so everyone's like it's just there you're seeing it and there's no way you can ignore it so you're forced to share it you know it actually pulls on humanity but it's the first time I've seen things like um different ally networks popping up South Asians for black lives white people for black lives and them actually taking into account their own unconscious biases and their own privileges and you know like challenging each other so it's been amazing at the same time too it's been like as a black person when you've you've dealt with this your entire life on a day-to-day basis and it's almost like I've almost developed kind of a I, I, not, not that I block it off but it just kind of like passes me by you know like all those things and for it to be so pervasive it was also kind of hard sometimes sometimes it's just like alright I'm tired of seeing this like I know for you guys for some of you guys it's like very like shocking and the shock value is crazy but for me this is like my everyday life I remember people be like are you okay like are you okay and I'm like I'm fine, like, this is the same thing happened to me two days ago, you know, like, I see this all the time, so, um, but, but I am very hopeful, um, and it's not just in the States, too, you know, everyone's, like, the the, the movement is global, because at the end of the day, um, I, like, just living in different places, I think, dark-skinned people do get treated um, worse, um, but it's global in Nigeria, people are calling out, um, not just, and the whole black life thing is kind of now scrolled into just humanity in general, you know? So in Nigeria, the rape crisis in Nigeria is getting a lot more attention than it ever has because those people were able to learn from how this whole topic of black lives was able, was uh, shared in social media and was supported in social media and they're doing the same thing to draw awareness, all the different crises that are happening in the world. So yeah, I think I'm very hopeful for the future.
1: I dream of sunshine i dream of sunset when i know how to feel i look up and i heal i dream of cool waves i let my blues take when i know how to feel i dig deep and i heal
0: to know more about your kind of musical journey because your music is so it's so unique and like i don't know you just managed to create a vibe out of i feel like a lot of different things different sounds and genres and and all that stuff i want to know what the first song you ever fell in love with was
2: oh the first song i ever fall in love fell in love with is got to be um Felakuti, Water No Get Enemy. Like, growing up in Nigeria, that was one of my favorite, favorite songs. Um, And then I remember there's an artist called Ladbaja, um, who, like, was this artist who used to wear a mask and no one knew his face, what his face was and stuff. Um, And he had this song called Coco Below. And uh, that was an amazing song as well. But the first non-African song that I ever listened to and, like, fell in love with was actually a... Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On <laughs> from the Titanic. I was actually at a party the other day and like talking to a bunch of different friends and they all said, yeah, that's like one of the first non-African songs that I remember hearing, um, listening to. And then after that, it was Changes by Tupac. And that was what kick started like, I want to write. I want to like get into hip hop. You know, that was, yeah.
0: Honestly, like if I, 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 you should put that in a bio like <laughs> Fayla, Celine Dion and Tupac. I, I feel like that is exactly but... like where that's like you, that is you. I think that's amazing. Um, <laughs> um, what is your current obsession? Like what, what's occupying your mind uh, beyond, uh, you know, music and, and all the all the trouble in the world?
2: Oh, uh, Sports, sports. I'm a big, big, big soccer fan. And I missed it. So it's I'm so happy it's back. I'm watching every game. Um, you know, so I'm obsessed with that right now, reading the stats, doing some legal betting. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> that. Um, I'm also trying to learn how to code. So I've been kinda getting into that a little bit, getting a little bit obsessed with that. And then um sleep. Yeah. Right now I'm like, I, I realized just how like worn out my buddy was from like just how much I've been putting it through in the last like couple of months so right now I'm like 10 hours of sleep every day just trying to make sure I get enough sleep
0: are you a are you a morning person or a night a night time guy
2: i'm a I'm a morning person for sure yeah yeah I'm a morning person um I, yeah I can't i mean i'm I i do not know because I always slept like four hours a day so like up until like a month ago, that's what I was sleeping. So I'm up at eight and I'm going to bed at like 2 a.m., you know?
0: I feel like sleep is the key to a long life. So if you if you keep on this, uh, the 10 hours a night, you're yeah. going to live to be a uh, hundred.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not efficient, you know?
0: <laughs> no, that is that is true. There, there's only so many hours in a day. Yeah, yeah, uh, please. If you were to start a garden, what plant would you grow first?
2: It's a tomato plant. Key, very easy, and it's probably an ingredient that I use in a lot of my cooking. Uh,
0: Comfort or style? Style, for sure. I I knew you were going to say that.
2: Yeah, nothing great gets achieved in comfort anyway.
0: Oh, I think you probably are right about that.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, If you were able to travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? South Africa. I
2: miss it so much.
0: Do you have family in South Africa?
2: I have family friends in South Africa right Mm. now in Cape Town. on my family in Nigeria as well.
0: If you could eat anything right now, what would it be? Peppered snail. Oh,
2: what? Where's is that a Nigerian dish? Yeah, it's a Nigerian dish. We like jumbo snails, so it's not your little snails; it's jumbo snails, um, and it's peppered. It's like a special pepper. It's cooked with onions, and ah, it's amazing. I haven't had it in so long. There's one restaurant here that just opened, but they've been sold out since. They like, had it for a day, and I was like, I'm going to order it tomorrow. Sold out, because so many people just ordered it.
0: What are they like? What are they, like, are they like, uh, like chewy, or are they, like, uh, tender, or what, what's they're going tender. on? They're tender.
2: They're tender. You put them in your mouth, they're, like, um, a little bit fatty as well. And you're chewing them for, like, at least a little bit, and then you can, like, cut it. It's, like, yeah, I can't think of any kind of... Uh, meat that I would compare it to. Um,
0: what's your like ideal way to listen to music? Like, Are you headphones on, eyes closed kind of guy? Or are you outside walking kind of guy?
2: I'm, uh, first time I listen to an album, it's got to be headphones on, eyes closed, like lay, lay down on the chair just close my eyes listen to the whole thing through. After that, I like listening to it on uh, my uh, home speakers, because uh, I actually have my KRK Studio speakers at home, so that you hear a lot more than you would hear on the headphones. Um, through that, you hear all the little different frequencies and stuff. So I also like that. But the headphones is because I'm a lyrics first kind of guy. So when I listen to it first, I want to hear the lyrics. I don't care so much about all the different sounds um, that come with it. What's
0: the what uh, album? What's the latest album that you've heard that uh, you've you've kind of listened to the whole thing and and uh, are really into?
2: Um, G Electronica's new album. Um, well, the name is like skipping my mind right now.
0: Is it like a written testimony or something Simone, like that?
2: Yeah, yeah. He's he's like my favorite rapper. A lot of people, if I took the melody out of my lyrics and I like rapped it as a regular rap song, a lot of people will see the J. Electronica influence and in just how I like write. He's like a big influence in my music. Um, his album a lot. And then uh, Sir's album as well. And Jesse Rays.
0: Mm, okay, so, I was well, I was gonna I was gonna Maybe that. Maybe you're answering my last question because we are out of time here. Um, I could talk to you forever, truthfully. But um, act dominionated, and and at, on the on the podcast, we like to kind of pay it forward. Shout out another Canadian artist, Jesse Reyes. Is I think people know Jesse Reyes, but is there like a less known Canadian artist who you think that everyone should go check out?
2: Um, yeah, for sure. There's a friend of mine actually. Uh, Young Bakugo, who we just connected, that Y-U-N-G-B-A-K-U-G-O, he's a a very, very sick um, musician as well, producer, rapper, and uh, he's got, he's not releasing a song a month, leading up to probably something big, so he's a great artist. And then another artist, just one more, is uh, Toby, who a few people might know, but he's a Nigerian artist as well. He's a friend of a friend. Um, Very, very talented artist, great musician as well. Um, And like, a yeah, decent guy.
0: I feel like between you, Toby, Asukumo, there's like I feel like uh, yeah. there's a there's a Nigerian sound that's happening in Let's Canada have, right now.
2: Yeah, Asukumo, shout out big, big shout out Asukuomo as well. He's not in Toronto, that's why I didn't mention him, but he would have been uh, Morris. We're we're, we're Canada wide, baby. Canada-wide, we. Yeah. Yeah. I went to school with Morris in Algonquin, uh back in Ottawa. Yeah, he was studying something. else I was studying music. He was studying uh, design, but we we're like in the same school so like we actually go way ba- uh, way back as well
0: that's how that i Asa cuomo i think tweeted or, or posted about your album and that's how i stumbled across you and oh, i i feel sick. i feel indebted
2: sick. i should tell him well i should tell him thank you then
0: I maybe i've sick. i mean that's what's all about it's the community right
2: oh, for sure for sure yeah yeah no that's amazing to hear.
0: idris thanks so much for uh going 20 or 20.
2: thanks for having me
0: 20 or 20 is brought to you by Dominionated, Canada's best Canadian-only music website, in my opinion. To discover your next favorite Canadian artist, follow us at Dominionated on all social platforms. Visit the site, Dominionated.ca, and please tell your friends to do the same. Our theme song and original music is by Taylor Barrow. You can follow him at a really slow runner on Instagram with no vowels in that other than the A. This show is produced by me, Mac Cameron. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mackenzie Cameron, no vowels in Cameron. Please like and subscribe and rate on whatever your preferred podcast platform is. Thanks to Idris the Wall for being on the show. Go buy Young Black and Blue on his Bandcamp. It is such a special release, and I think everyone should hear it. Um, next week on the show, I'm going to be talking to Daniel Monkman. He is the driving force behind Zoon Godwin, whose album Bleach Waves is one of the collective favorites of the Dominionated team this year. We'll talk to you then, and uh, be well. Have a good week.